Why are police photographing our license plate? What are we doing for veterans returning home damaged physically and mentally, suffering from depression, homelessness, and suicide? Why did the Supreme Court deposit corporate money into our electoral process? Should we redefine middle class as working poor? Or is it just another Wall Street merger? What's really behind new voter picture ID laws in certain states? Why aren't NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox asking these questions? Welcome to the Reasonable Voice radio show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. The mission of the Reasonable Voice is to connect the dots between politics and finance, the need for better and more affordable education, our humanity, world peace, and, of course, the arts, which we then gladly provide our listeners, the voting public, as informative food for thought to provoke their self-determination and appetite for equal economic opportunity and justice for all without truth decay. The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Welcome to the Reasonable Voices News Talk Radio Program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and my guest today is our reasonable voice, Daniel L. Gunner, a graduate of the <laughs> who is a graduate, by the way, of the University of Virginia, where I met him. He now runs a wedding venue named Mead Lake Lodge and writes under the pen name of O.G. Rose, under which he's penned numerous novels, short stories, and essays. We'll ask him a bit about that, but he's also the photographer of Frozen Glory Photography, and our Reasonable Voice guest, Daniel Elgoner, lives on a farm in central Virginia with his wife and two children. Welcome to the Reasonable Voices, Daniel. How are you? I'm doing well, Marcello. Thank you for having me today. It's a real treat. It is. You know, it's been a long time. We, Daniel and I have done radi <laughs> radio before, but it's been, it's been years. I think, as a matter of fact, when I met you, you were dating your current wife, but you weren't uh... married, right? That's correct. That's correct. It's been a we've we've had a wonderful relationship, Mr. Rolando. I know. And now you have two children. Yep. And yep. one on the way. Yes. That's correct. All that's right. Correct. Well, so, you've been busy. My goodness, with everything you're I, doing. Oh goodness. I just wonder. Well, first of all, I I know you are a writer, and I just wanted to ask you quickly before we get on to why I really asked you to be on the show. You've done novels. Are you self-published? How how is that working? Oh, well, we have a few novels, uh, Turn the World, we have a one called Blackout, we have another called The Savior, a uh, lot of essays, a lot of short stories. Uh, we, we, the Turn the World is a finalist in the UNO, University of New Orleans, uh, yearly contest that they have. Uh, the others, we have some agents that we've sent the, the text to and had some feedback, some suggestions, and sending it out, and we have the short stories that are going probably about a hundred that we have submitted at this point to different places. Some of them are simultaneous submissions, but just keep it going. And lots of different essays. There's some professors at UVA I, I, I work with and that help me uh, 
perfect my arguments. Uh, you can't uh, can't get good at writing unless you have good feedback. So it's great to have those people involved. So been doing that for a number of years, and uh, most of the work you can find on ogrose.com. There's a lot of the work that we we can't put online because that takes away your chances of getting uh, published with different presses. But you'll find different essays. A lot of uh, also voice recordings for people that drive their cars or need a podcast. Well, we've got lots to talk about. In any case, so let, let, <laughs> me, let me get to why I asked you to be on the show. I know you were, you were always interested in music, or, or were you always interested in music for that matter, but you, you uh, uh, piano specifically, I know you play the piano and, and compose because, uh, refresh my memory, isn't it your composition that is the intro and outro uh, theme of the Reasonable Voices podcast. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. I thought I remembered that. It goes back quite a way. So, were you always interested in music and, and piano specifically, and and do you play other instruments as well? Oh, well, I'd always liked music. I, I was in choir in high school and and always enjoyed it. Um, but I got to UVA and couldn't play a note. I'd always wanted to be able to play an instrument like piano or the violin or the cello viola or what, or what have you. Um, but I wasn't able to play anything when I got to college, uh, but I'd always wanted to. And that's when I started, uh, I found this old piano in the basement of Old Cavill in a storage facility I started banging banging on to, to begin learning. Uh-huh. So you seem to be, well, say an entrepreneur, it's, it's kind of oversimplifying it because you really are a self-starter in all that you you take on. There's so many things we've already listed in your intro, but we're going to try. I'm going to try and stick to music. It's just that I find what, all that you do so fascinating. I guess that's what I'm... Oh, well, thank you. You are a Renaissance man. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. So... Well, you're kind. Well, I, I invited you, as you know, to be on the program today because you have created a new way to play the piano or to learn how <clears> to play <throat> the piano and possibly how to compose at the piano, uh, which, is <clears throat> an, which is a different thing altogether. Tell us about this. What is the name of your new creation, and how did you discover this new and different from uh, the traditional methods, I guess, of playing the piano and composing? First off, thank you for your very kind words. That's very kind of you, and I appreciate it. Um, well, uh, generally speaking, one of the reasons why I never actually started playing piano until I got to college is because it, it seemed like a locked safe. It, it felt like the treasure was inside and there was no way to, to get it. And, and music theory was very complex and I didn't quite understand it. And so I was in the basement of Old Cabell, uh, just kind of pounding away at the keys. And I, I went online and I, I learned the theme song to The Last of the Mohicans. And, you know, I memorized that sort of route memorization. But I didn't feel like I could play the piano. I could just play a song on the piano. It felt very limiting. But, you know, I was playing and I noticed, um, you know, so I learned that. Then there was an Alicia Keys song I, I liked, and I was playing that song, Fallen. And I said, oh, it, it's kind of like all of the notes are in these two L's, you know, starting with the, with the F sharp and then moving to the C sharp. I was like, oh, well, you know, all the notes are, are, in, the, are in these patterns. And if I stay in those patterns, do, doesn't really matter the order that I hit the, the keys in. I, I'm not going to sound, uh, I'm going to sound nice. I'm gonna let me, let me interrupt you just a second. The two L's, what do you mean? 
Well, in my mind, when I was playing the piano, it looked to me as if all of the notes that were in that Alicia Keys song I was trying to learn were inside of these two L's. Because on the piano, you have, um, you know, you have these two sections, generally speaking. You have the, 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 the three black keys, and then it's divided by two white, and it has those two black keys. Yeah. And that, that kind of section repeats all up and down the piano. And to me, it looked like there were these two L's that all of the notes were in. And then I noticed that those two L's repeated all up and down the piano. And if I stayed within those patterns in any of the sections on the piano, um, it, 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 there was no dissonance. And it was very visual to me. And, and the patterns in the, in the visual made a lot of sense. And then I found out that, wait a minute, there's also a long L. That and then there's a upside down L in these different shapes, all of which consisted of one single pattern, which was an L. And if I just stayed in whatever uh, one of those versions I, I wanted to, to to stay in, then I wouldn't have any dissonance. Once once I began thinking of music in terms of patterns and shapes, what was a lot of fun is then I could just I could blend practice and creation the very act of practicing became an act of creation because i was making music as i learned and memorized these shapes i didn't feel like now that i would have to wait say five years of learning the piano before i could start making my own music i was immediately in a place where i could begin the creative process okay so you obviously are a visual person so you yes. are and as you're talking to me i'm thinking about this as i you know, have a degree in music. I, I'm not a pianist by any means, but I certainly have played piano. As a matter of fact, from what you've described, not thinking in terms of L's, but I would play around at the piano even in high school uh, in the mm. music teacher's room, and I did uh, by ear figure out some things that I could actually play. She was always annoyed right. that I wouldn't study piano because she thought that I would I did well, but you, you visualize, and I want to say this because I can speak to it as a person who knows the piano keyboard, as you've described. So we have, mm. we have white keys and we have black keys, and the black keys right. are arranged in sets of three and then separated by a couple of white keys, and then, and then another pattern of two black keys. Now, that's an oversimplification, right. but anyone looking at a piano as they listen to this will understand what we're talking about. So you are saying, for instance, that the, let's call it an F-sharp, because that's what one of the black keys is, the one that's further right. to the left of the three pattern. You're saying that that is an L, the one line of an L, and then making a right turn, if you will, and heading up the scale of the keyboard, that is the bottom part of the L, and, we, and when yep. you play within that L pattern, you play without dissonance, uh, That's correct. And that you have figured out to you as you look at this, you created something that you, because you saw L's at different positions on the keyboard and by working those positions, I guess my question is, do you create a sheet of music that is not notes, but rather the keys of the keyboard marked as the L patterns that you see and then you can play from that? Is that what you're saying? One of the reasons I think a lot of people don't play music who want to play music is because they find traditional theory too complex. And and certainly this method that I've created will work with traditional theory, but the key is that it makes traditional theory optional. It's no longer something that you have to learn in order to, to learn piano. So 
so when you sit down at the piano and you and you have these L's, um, you're able to just improvise. You're able to just play and define the music you want to play. This method isn't going to enable you, say, to write sheet sheet music, or it's not going to help you, say, read music. Um, and though and those are skills you can learn for tr traditional theory. And if you learn it, then more power to you because that's a very very impressive skill. What this is going to do is free you to make the music that you want to make then and there, to improvise, to discover. This is going to be more on the side uh, for people who say are right-brained, for people who are looking to make, to make music as opposed to play songs that already exist. It's going to free them up to just, um, to just go, uh, to just free, because all they have to know is which pattern they want to play in, and there's a chart that comes with, with the book if anyone's interested. I, I, I won't describe all the L's so that if people want to get the chart, they can see it. That they just put on their, they just put on their music stand. They, they see the shape they want to play in. They locate that shape on the keyboard. It's, it's very easy to do. Then they kind of lock themselves into that shape, sort of like bowling alley guardrails. You know, like you're at a bowling alley and the guardrails are up and the bowling ball won't go in the gutter. And then they're just liberated to play whatever they like within that pattern. And there won't be any dissonance. And the, 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 the course also comes with videos to show uh, what this looks like and how it sounds. Um, and, it, and, it, and, it's, and the key, too, is music liberation. It, it liberates people to just play the, mu to play the music they want to play. I know what you're talking about because we've, you've talked to me about it in person and in, in sitting at a piano. Ah. But for the person who's listening, yes, we do have a book, we do have videos, we do have all of that, and we're certainly going to talk about that and how to to get those things at the end of the second segment. But for right now, the person mm. sitting there who's never heard of this and is trying to get, wrap their head around it, you do have, in place of sheet music with notes on it, you have right. something that they can put on the piano that shows the keys, that represents the keys. They look like the keys, the actual keys on the keyboard, yeah. and you have your L's, your patterns, placed on that. So by this visual, they are able, because this is what I thought the other night when we talked about this, they are able to improvise piano compositions to make music. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we've established that. That's a good thing. One one other thing uh, before we go, we do need to break uh, in a second here, but who are you attempting to reach with your new pattern method? I don't know that we actually named the pattern. Is it called the L pattern method or is is that the it's name? It's called the Daniel L. Garner pattern method. Okay. And and who? I guess I'm wondering who's your target audience? You, we have kind of touched on that, but who, you, who do you think will most benefit from, appreciate, be interested in the Daniel L. Garner pattern method to playing and composing at the piano? That's a good question. And I would say, first off, it's going to appeal to people that have looked for a guide on how to make the music they want to make as opposed to just play songs by other people who just want to be able to sit down at the piano and flow and just play. And really who look to discover as they create not simply to make songs that already exist. It's going to be for someone who wants to, more so than, say, play a song by De Beethoven, sit down and play a song that has never existed before, a song that is their own. I think it's going to appeal to people who have always wanted to learn an instrument but have felt like the barrier to entry is too high. 
Um, I think it's going to appeal to people who are more visual than mathematical. I think it's going to appeal to people who are looking exactly like we said to improvise, or it's also going to appeal to people who want to learn how to play an instrument with other instruments. Because if you find the pattern that, say, you have a friend who plays guitar, well, if you know what key he's playing in, let's say it's the key of G, uh, well, there's a shape that corresponds to that key. And as long as you play in that shape, you're going to be able to play with your friends. Uh, and the same can happen if someone, like a family member or a friend, sits down next to you at the piano. If they know what shape you're playing in, they can play with you. Uh, so I think people also, too, lastly, who generally consider themselves more right brain than left brain, although I wouldn't dare suggest that, uh, that only right brain people can use this method. Gotcha. And when you say what shape you're in, you mean what L pattern you're in? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. We're going to stop on this. is fascinating to me because, as I said, I did have the benefit to uh, uh, visiting Daniel recently. I hadn't seen him in, oh, <laughs> since two, two children ago or something. But in any case, um, <laughs> but what I discovered, because I, I confess, even with a degree in music, when I was in high school and at the Peabody, I would often sit down at the piano and I did have a theme in my head, which I could play but it wasn't a full piece. It, I never, I couldn't develop it. So I'd like to say, in my opinion, my musical educated opinion, Daniel L. Garner's L-shaped pattern method is a way to reach more people who would like to make music. How's that, Daniel? Yes, that's exactly right. Okay, then. Well, on that high note, <laughs> we're going to take a short <laughs> break, and we'll be right back in a moment with our guest today, our reasonable voice, Daniel L. Gunner. Stay with us, and this Renaissance man will be right back. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. Getting old. There comes a time when you start to realize it's too late to regain what's lost. You feel you've become too old to be relevant. The sometimes only slightly younger, the workplace, and the world in general all seem to shy away. Yet even when we acknowledge that life may never again be as it once was, or as we wanted it to be, choice remains. And there resides the potential for poignant, relevant, and deeply moving stories. I'll See You in My Dreams, starring Blythe Danner. Must we remember this wonderfully talented star of stage and screen merely as the mother of Gwyneth Paltrow? Here, Danner plays a widow and former singer facing just such a turning point. With a little help from her friends, she makes choices again. She falls in love again with Sam Elliott, no less. She begins to end her isolation and reconnect to the life around her. This is a funny and compassionate story. A story for all of us. I'll See You in My Dreams falls within the so-called silver dollar genre, sensitive films that touch the heart of a certain generation, a generation that is still ever-growing. I'll See You in My Dreams, not in theaters, discovery through rental. Welcome back to The Reasonable Voices news radio program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, The Reasonable Voice, and my guest today is a good friend and colleague of many years, Daniel L. Garner. He's a graduate of the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. We've worked together in the past, but it's been quite a while, 
And the other uh, day, I uh, not not terribly long ago, for the first time in a couple of years, I think, I actually saw Daniel. I visited him, and he explained to me. Again, I want to mention I have a, de- a bachelor degree in music. I know music. Uh-huh. I direct musicals, operas, and all of that. I'm not a pianist, but I certainly have played the piano. And Daniel showed me, with his new L pattern method, showed me a way to see how I could not only play the piano, but that I could compose, improvise at the very least, at the piano, piano compositions. And he can he can show us how to do that on on other instruments as well and he's got videos yeah. about it and and uh, any any case let's let's get back to Daniel he'll tell you all about it so Daniel yes i'm just fascinated about uh, about this because it it takes something i know and a lot of people know millions of people know and yet it takes it to uh, it opens it up to millions more as as well in addition to so mm. we talked about your target audience and i liked the way you answered that question What's so unique, <laughs> if we haven't said that enough already, but let's break it down. What is so unique about your method, your L pattern method of learning how to play the piano, and what do you mean by switching between patterns? Well, first off, it, it, it excites me that someone who knows music as well as, as you have, teaching at Juilliard and being as musically talented as you are, uh, would see this method and see a keyboard and feel like it makes music new because that's really one of the main things I, I want it to do is to make something so familiar brand new. And like you say, there's also ways to make it work on other... I mean, it works on the xylophone, it works on the accordion, I, I can go on. Um, but I would say some of the ways this method is different is, one, it doesn't conflate music theory or reading music with making music, so the barrier of entry is lower. Uh, it uses patterns and shapes uh, instead of numbers and math. And there's a lot of people of whom think and are much more visual uh, in that when you start using numbers and words, it all gets kind of confused in their head. Um, it, it also makes people sound good while they're learning, not just after they learn. Uh, you know, the, a lot of people will get a piano and they want to learn, but they're upstairs and they're banging on the keys and they know everyone downstairs can hear them and it doesn't sound very good. So they get embarrassed and so they stop. Uh, but this is going to, to take away of that. It's going to... It's going to enable you to play music, not just songs. So you'll be able to sit at the piano, just compose. Like you were saying, you have something in your head. But a lot of people struggle to figure out how to get the music in their head out in the piano. And But knowing that there are shapes, you can begin narrowing it down. Once you locate the shape, you say, oh, that, that key's it. That note's in it. That's note's in it. Well, if you know that note's in it, then you know which of the L shapes it's in. Or you can begin narrowing it down. And you can actually you actually have a guide to find the music that is in your head uh, so that it's not just stuck. So you can actually put it in the world. Um, it helps. I think the method also helps erase the fear of failure because it gives you this guide. I think when you look at a piano, instead of seeing nothing or just chaos and randomness, you see patterns, you see something logical. You see something, there's a logic to it. Uh, and it. And it provides you with bearings to know where to start if you're a beginner. Um, and it liberates you to play freely. And you also talked about the transition. The other thing is for experts, for people who are more familiar with music, this is going to teach you how to transition between keys instantly, how to modulate very quickly where it's not going to be complex. It's going to really open musical possibilities and really help you improvise and create your own music 
very, very quickly in a manner of discovery as opposed to sitting down with pen and paper and trying to write it out uh, and trying to write it out on sheet music. I just want to keep telling people, uh, don't go away, listen. We are going to tell you where you can find online more information in the way of videos that Daniel has made, which makes this mm. even clearer. But when you see it and you break down uh, the breakdown that he does and what you're looking at, you simply, from what I've seen, you, you are, instead of looking at notes on sheet music, you are looking at a keyboard on this sheet music, in quotes, that has his L pattern method overlaid, perhaps? That's um, maybe... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And because of that, people who don't know music, who did not go to Peabody, can right. make music. And I just right. find that so it's, it's, it just opens up the love and appreciation for and the ability to create music to the masses. That's my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So tell me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Describe, because I was, I was fascinated by one of the videos in particular where um, Michelle was playing the violin and you were playing the piano. Tell us what you were demonstrating in that video and and why people should look for that one as one of the first they see? Or do you think it's one of the first they should see? Oh, I think it's a good... Well, one, you know, it's a good video because my beautiful wife's in it. So that's that true. makes it a good video, you know. And then two, that's an example of showing you how quickly you can use this method to, to make music with other people. Because that's one of the most fun parts about music is, you know, jamming in a band or playing with other people. And... You know, I in the video, you see Michelle is playing a song, and I sit down at the piano, and I very quickly figure out, not having any idea what she's playing, I very quickly am able to figure out what pattern she's in. And once I know what pattern she's in, as long as I'm locked into that pattern, which is repeats all up and down the keyboard, then I'm just free to play. I can play with her all day long, and I'm not, I'm not, and it's going to, it's going to work with what she's playing. It's going to overlay it perfectly. Okay, and I would like to say, I think, I should make a question, but when you say pattern, you're talking about keys, what people who know music would call songs or, or orchestral pieces or arias or whatever uh, are in keys. Yes. And, and, and then, of course, those keys change uh, throughout the, yeah. the piece uh, uh, quite often. So you're saying the L pattern method is a way to visualize all of that for the person who doesn't necessarily know music. Does that make sense? That's exactly right. And and so listeners know a key is a collection of notes that quote unquote sound good together. Yes. Uh, they 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 work together. And and I'll also note, uh, Mr. Rolando, is that even if you didn't know the language of keys, you know I'm using that language uh, in this interview, but if if you didn't even know what that was, just knowing the patterns would be enough. You you wouldn't have to know that this pattern corresponds with G. You would just need to know that this pattern is different from the other patterns. Uh, and and so that I'm just using that theory to explain it. But the, the thing that's very important with the pattern method is all of that theory becomes optional. It, it, it is not something you have to have to learn. And like I think you said earlier, that opens the doors to millions of people of whom feel like they'll never be able to make music. But now they'll be able to. Yes, that's what hooks me. I'm certainly not a concert pianist, but I work with musicians and directing musicals and opera. I know what they're talking about. They know what I'm talking about. But 
we are talking to people who have done this professionally for some time. You, on the other hand, Daniel L. Garner, are talking to the world, the world of people who would like to simply be able to sit down at an instrument and make music. That's what's so beautiful about it. Remind us again the, the fact that the L pattern method works for more than piano. It works for a number oh, yeah. of instruments. Tell us about some of those. Yes, sir. Like I said, you know, it works on xylophone, it looks on organ. We're going to have versions later that works on string instruments like cello and violin and, and guitar and banjo. Uh, this whole method can be used on all sorts of instruments. And, and that's what's exciting. And, and to comment also on what you were saying, I should note, I, one of the re I, I actually came up with this method about 10 years ago. And, and I didn't really think much of it. It just was something that I used. But then I showed it to a friend of mine who didn't know anything about piano. And after a month, he sounded like he'd been playing for year, years. He huh. really did. And he was so grateful. And he was so excited. And, and then I started showing it to kids at Albemarle, you know, at Albemarle High School through A3 House. And they were so excited. And so that, to me, is when I started going, you know, maybe this could help people. Maybe this could help lots of people. And, and that's one of the reasons we're doing this. Exactly. And that's what I've been trying to say, too. That's what hit me as soon as you started talking to me. We sat on the piano bench side by side. We looked at what you were saying, which is why I think people need to see the videos. I came to that conclusion within minutes, that this will help everybody out there who's always wanted to play the piano, to make music, to make, to create this beautiful art you know, outside themselves. And, and uh, yeah. I, I think it has tremendous potential. And even if it's just somebody who wants, you know, every now and then to sit down and play right. and to enjoy for themselves. It not, they don't have to necessarily be performing for an audience. It, it's, right. it just has so much, so much of a gift to people. I really am excited about the therapeutic dimension. Of yes, it. yes. Like you're saying, where a person can sit down and just play because there's music therapy yes it truly does keep the soul alive it does but it but but for so many people it feels inaccessible uh but when you can sit down and say oh today i feel like this pattern captures the emotion i feel yeah well, then they just sit down and they stay in that pattern it's like I, my two kids they'll sit up on the piano bench and i say okay guys we're gonna stay in that l and then i'll play and they just Look at the pattern. They're two and four, and they'll play with me by just staying in that pattern. So I think there's a therapeutic and a community element to it as well. Yes. I see it. I get what you're saying. And I see that it's for the masses, and I love that. I love music. Therefore, I, I love the fact that more people can make music. I love it. Is there a particular favorite thing about your L pattern method? I mean, and if so, what is it and, and why? Well, my favorite thing is just the ability. I've composed songs because I can just stay in the pattern. And, and what's interesting is a lot of people ask, well, how do you remember the songs? Well, when you write these, when you make these songs, your, your brain remembers them. Yes. It's, it's pretty wild. Your brain is so good at remembering music. Um, the thing I love about it, too, is I've someday sat at the piano for hours because there's no end. As you just stay in the pattern, you can transition out of patterns where they cross, you can, I, I've, I've had three hour sessions and you, the, the time slips by and you don't even realize it without ever stopping because mm -hmm. the music just keeps coming. So there's an endlessness to it. I, I think for me too, just in creating the method, a favorite thing about it is just seeing how much people 
it helps people how yes. much they enjoy it how they so quickly go oh my goodness i actually can do this oh yeah where for years and you know for years and years they go oh i've always wanted to play an instrument oh i've already always wanted to do that and within you know very in minutes they go wait a minute i actually can do this i can i can stay in a pattern i might not be able to read you know sheet music but i can stay in a shape and how excited they get and I have a bunch of friends that have gone and bought pianos, keyboards, so that they can so that they can do it because it, it excites them. So that that is for me um, what's very very neat, and and then the ability to play with other people. Exactly. All right, we're going to now we're going to spend our last few minutes here talking about how our listeners today can learn more about your L pattern method and composing on the piano. And I should say, you know, in case anyone out there listening thinks that. When you sit down and we talk about, I, I keep saying, composing and imp improvising on the piano, even though that's more commonly thought of as, uh, you know, jazz and whatever, you can compose any music you like, any genre yep, you like, yep. anything you feel, it, because it comes from you by using yep. Daniel L. Garner's L Pattern Method. Okay, Daniel, how do we yes. find out more? Website, uh, you know, how do we find out? Do you, and the videos, I think people need to see the videos. I loved it. How do they find out more? That's it. Well, every everything is going to be available on the www.thedanielelgarnerpatternmethod.com. You can also get there, just Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method. Uh, you, there's also, they all go to the same website. Just there's multiple ways to remember. Then just dlgpm.com. And uh, there you'll find the book, there you'll find the, the videos, all those things will be available. Uh, the, the trailers, we'll have testimonials, just ways that you can get the whole package. Now I want you to say all of that again very slowly. All the websites, <laughs> that's right. Well, everything's going to be available at thedaniellgarnerpatternmethod.com. So it's just the name of the, of the, of the pattern.com. Uh, and you'll also be able to get there at dlgpm.com, just a, a simple abbreviation for it. And there we're going to have the book. Uh, we're going to have samples. We're going to have the videos. Uh, going to have a class structure, have trailer videos. Also hoping to get testimonials from different people who have used the method so you can see what it does. Um, bunch of, we'll also have Facebook. We'll have Instagram. All, and uh, really excited for people to see Something it. you just said that made me think of this. Oh, yes, your cameraman who shot the videos for you. Tell us a, yeah. a briefly about that video that the two of you were in and, and about how that worked. Well, that was a, that was a lot of fun because I'd never met Michael. You know, I hired him to come do the videos for the class, and he was filming. He's like, "Man, maybe I could do the piano." I was like, "Oh, well, well, come on, sit down, sit down. Let's see if you can do it." And uh, you know, just had him sit down and start playing with me. I said, "Okay, you see that pattern? Stay in that pattern." And then we and we played together. So that was that was hilarious because I kind of just called him out. I said, "Oh, well, well come sit down. Let's let's film it," and and had him do it. So I enjoyed doing that, and he and he laughed, and he he took it and showed his dad and. His dad's always wanted to play. It really, it really, it was a moment. I enjoyed watching it. So, uh, uh, is there a telephone number associated with this yet, or Facebook page, or Twitter, or anything else? Or we too, uh, it's too soon for that. Well, there's going to be a Facebook and the Twitter and the social media. We'll definitely have all of that, and and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, have it on the ReasonableVoice.com. Thank you, thanks to you. So Absolutely. we'll have that as well. Ways that people can access. So we'll we'll definitely have all of that. Okay, that all sounds grand. 
And I know I'm, I'm driving you crazy, but uh, give me the, that website, the two websites again, because I want people to see these videos. You know, the videos are only less than a minute long for the most part, yeah. and they, but they explain step by step. Tell us again. Yeah. No, thank you, Marcello. And, and it's going to be the Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method.com or for short, DLGPM.com, just an acronym of the Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method. So those would be the, that's how you can get to the website. Excellent. All right, Daniel, thank you so very much for being on the show. We wish you all the best because you are doing something, as always, has the potential for having a positive, rippling, creative effect on so many, many people, the Daniel L. Garner L. Pattern Method. And I'm so glad you talked to us about it on radio so we can share it, okay? Thank you so much, Marcello. This has been a pleasure. Thank absolutely. you so much. Absolutely. And all the best to the family, yes? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. As we can see and are not seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Marcello. You got it. Bye now. Bye. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Movie geeks, take note. Quartet is Dustin Hoffman's first directing credit. Let us see what this old pro might have up his artistic sleeve. Ah, no tricks, deep meaning, or acting bravado. Just a delightful stroll through an old age home filled with funny and lovable retired performers. Sure, there are threads of a plot. One couple were married once, but she cheated soon after the wedding, and he has never forgiven her. She was a big star and is still a diva, and arrives to shake up the place with her airs and demands. Another thread is the unlikely need to put on a show, ostensibly to save their beloved retirement home with the proceeds. But for the show to work, the old lovers must reunite, and our diva must be able to hit a note she is no longer competent can be reached. Not exactly heavy material, but we celebrate Quartet for what may be the best reason of all. It's simply enjoyable entertainment. Here we have another entry into the silver dollar trend. Films on senior subjects populated by the most appealing of elder stars. The humanity is real, the laughs strike true, and we learn that Dustin Hoffman respects us by not taking himself too seriously. What's not to like? Quartet. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, thanking you for joining us and becoming one of the reasonable voices heard around the world. Moscow, Mitch, we need those four stinking witnesses. With impeachment dividing us 48% for Trump versus 48% for our Constitution, round two is in limbo. America in abeyance. America's journey has again run headlong into a great uncivil directional tug of war between the titans of stalemate and progression. The right guard, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell versus the Queen of Democracy, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Only the foolhardy would underestimate the unscrupulous bias of the former or the tactician tenacity of the latter. Only an imperious chess player broadcasts his next move, believing 65 million journeymen will withdraw in submission after he, castling to protect his king, to cover up the defensive wall of willingly rented plotters, plotting for corporatism, Trumpism, and communism's wannabe champion, Vladimir Putin, cast homeland security toward violence.
At this low ebb in American journey, each needs to listen to the still small voice within, to accept the impeachment of a third president. Isn't it more predecessor than short-lived, ineffective, discriminatory overreaction to an extremely tanned president, giving rise to a false positive brew, indeed nailing Lincoln's party to the burning crosses of Jim Crow, denying affordable health care to all, and giving birth to a Trump hoax, the Bertha movement? After all, even before 20 January 2017, Mitch McConnell, smirking proudly, was forecasting one term for Obama, refusing a Supreme Court garland for Garland, and, arguably, paving a yellow streak path, inciting the riotous Don to forbid his courtiers, staff, cabinet, and acting executive branch to respond to congressional subpoenas, thus empowering Trump's American carnage with get-over-it Mick Mulvaney, let-Ukraine-eat-cake Steve Mnuchin, and Sony Purdue's climate crisis welcome mat, giving climate scientists a 30-day notice for Kansas or journey on. With a well-placed Bill Barr firewall to justice, McConnell's Senate largely ignored Robert Mueller's call to congressional action. Albeit in 2017 Charlottesville, Virginia, America's journey was both witness and target of invading white supremacists with the bigotry gauntlet thrown at America's constitution by an, I think there's blame on both sides, American president. Too many memories, or myths, blind us to the truth of change, believing less in our deductive reasoning than a forked tongue comparable to believing Ukraine hacked our 2016 election because Putin told me so. Although not an evangelical Christian, I am an older Caucasian anti-abortion Roman Catholic Italian-American who believes in a woman's right to choose, more than in a president who Mark Galley's Christianity Today strongly suggests is a profoundly immoral specimen who should be removed from office for his violation of the Constitution. So, family leader Bob Vanderplates, who comes to your mind when better angels warn, beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves? What insider Ivanka sees as energized is more antagonistic display of someone confused about his role in Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Nonetheless, an impeached Trump is a far greater threat, for bullies target the most vulnerable. Immigrant children, Ukrainians under attack by Russia, and refugee families seeking asylum. Yet, not even the honored dead are safe from one so unaccustomed to being held accountable for conduct unbecoming. Pondering Thomas Paine's 19 December 1776, these are the times that try men's souls. Reasonable men and women must revolutionize summer soldiers and sunshine patriots by example. Knowing tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Speaker Pelosi has long reminded me of my grandmama who, over my five-year-old head, in one stroke of a garden hoe, decapitated a snake who dared to slither too close to me in her vegetable garden. I couldn't eat tomatoes until graduate school. Better we emulate our speaker, seeking a balance between denying confessed Trump enabler McConnell any quick and easy out and knowing when to fold them. 
than allowing one-dimensional debate questions to diminish America's journey into wine cave crystal ambiance imbibing and past wins and losses smothered in the cheap shots of hyperbolic rhetoric instead of substantive answers for those not benefiting from Trump tax cuts. Understandably, both right and left feel lost in the quagmire of our own making. But whether our 2016 vote was motivated by the fear that time itself is replacing the great way of life of holy white Protestant values, or embracing an uncertain future with a Johnny-come-lately commitment to stewardship for both planet and children, even if in an end of days, both courageous and wise, will now passionately pursue the excellence of reason over carnival, positive inspiration above angry tweets, and diffusing cultural wars with the harmony of loving-kindness. No matter how long or short America's journey, gerrymandering, state voter purges, and Citizens United remain our inglorious 21st century stain. But be assured, one person, one vote, give me your tired, your poor, and equal means equal, our miraculous exceptionalism. Thank you, and join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Thank you for continuing to listen to, support, and share the Reasonable Voice Blog Talk Radio with family and friends, especially online. We enjoy hearing from you, and in response, yes, we are now accepting new company and business advertisers and welcoming organizations seeking to be one of our sponsors. So please do continue to email us at thereasonablevoice at gmail.com. However, if you prefer to simply make a donation, your donations are greatly appreciated and can be made through PayPal by clicking on the donate button found at the top of the homepage of the Reasonable Voice. Website. Thank you for joining us today to make every day as reasonable as possible. We hope you will download and share our downloadable podcasts. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, hoping you will become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world.